Greetings, ladies and gentle germs. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is your favorite host, Marty, here, flying solo without the arrogant observer. Um, as you all know, there is a virus out there, ladies and gentle germs, rightfully so, that is scaring the shit out of America. So, um, across the nation, across, I mean, in this city, New Orleans, where we uh, were based in, uh, based in their um, limiting gatherings and, you know, telling you to, you know, try to limit your gatherings to like, I think it's less than five people now. I think it was 10 at one point. It's less than five now. I don't know. I, I, I can't, I, I, I can't really, really keep up with that sort of thing. But there's a, just a general sense across the United States right now, just probably across most of the world, where we're just thinking, hey, I don't. There's no need to go into a crowd full of people. You know, I mean, they they they, they may be sick. You know, so um, this is a is a show that I was kind of thinking about doing for a while, and um, for, for I get I, I guess uh, the main reason that kind of held me back was because um, I wanted to kind of just like review some stuff because that's kind of you know just what I'm into I'm always watching something on a streaming service or a platform or something somewhere so I just kind of wanted to talk about some of the stuff that I may or may not be able to talk to about with Arrogant Observer and then surprisingly some stuff that you know just is um, not on uh, Mr. Bat's radar because of course you know there's always the review in that show which I absolutely love I haven't done that in a while and I miss it like hell so I figured um, since everybody's kind of staying away from everyone that now would probably be the perfect time Time to kind of uh, you know put this show out, or you know at least try to put it together and see what happens. Um, I have no idea how many of these I'm going to be able to do, but um, since we're all going <laughs> to have a lot of free time on our hands, I figured you know now is a good time to start. This first episode is kind of impromptu, but I kind of had it in the back of my mind. But this, um, so this show, this quarantine series, as we're calling it, um, is going to be called Streaming with Marty. So you probably already read that in the titles. Yes, it's a it's a bonus quarantine series, whatever, what have you, called Streaming with Marty. So welcome everybody to Streaming with Marty. You're here. You're welcome. Uh, jackets, buttons, uh, tapes will be available on your way out. Um, please tip your waitress. Uh, yeah. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful. So we're we're into the show here, everybody. Welcome, welcome. I um I don't know. I guess I wanted to talk about a couple of things really quickly before I start jumping into stuff. So basically, what this show is going to be, I'm going to talk about uh, what I'm going to recommend some shows that I think will be really, really interesting to kind of spend your downtime uh, watching on your streaming service because a lot of people are going to be home watching Netflix, Hulu, you know, Disney Plus, and stuff like that. Some some parents I, I've I've seen online are ready to blow their fucking brains up because Frozen Two is now on there is now on Disney Plus. And then um, there's also the original Frozen, which my niece can uh, quite, I, I think if you, if, if, if it came down to it, I'm pretty sure she could quote the movie. And she's like three, and it's like it's 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 strange. I, I won't get into that, but I, I've, let's just say I've seen Frozen more times than I'd like to count. Um, and yeah, and another movie she likes to watch, Moana. Once again, still have not seen from start to finish, but it's always on, always. I mean, I figure I, I want to say I've seen the whole thing at some point or another, just not in one sitting. So, um, but yeah, uh, but here I'm here to talk about i'll just give you my personal recommendations this week because i don't i didn't really do an in-depth thing about like uh because netflix now they have this thing called a top 
I think uh, top ten in the country or something like that. So they kind of rate the, the the things that are getting clicked on the most. So there is one movie with uh, Mark Wahlberg and um, Winston Duke. I'm gonna probably get to in the next episode. But basically, this first episode is gonna be me kind of giving you my personal recommendations, kind of what I've been watching the last couple weeks. You know, maybe a couple a couple things that I really enjoyed that kind of happened right before this. And um, you know, next couple episodes we'll get into some stuff. If everybody, if anybody listening has some suggestions some things that you were thinking about watching you don't really want to make that commitment um i'd be willing to make that commitment for you just want to email me marty at lowrainpictures at gmail.com give me whatever recommendations you have add us on uh, instagram and um you know maybe i can get to that thing for you by the next episode but um today we're going to be talking about a couple things first i wanted to talk about man so i went to let me charge my phone here guys sorry so I went to the movies. Um, when did I go? I, I could look it up right now, but I feel like it's going to take too long for me to do so. So I'm not going to worry about that now. But, um, uh oh, where did that go? Uh oh, SpaghettiOs. Okay, I think I lost all my notes just now. So that's awesome. Um, all right. Yeah, I think I just accidentally deleted my notes. I don't know how that happened, but. Anyway, thank God I remember everything. So, um, I went to the movies. That was the first thing I wanted to talk about. I went to the movies and, uh, I went to see The Hunt. Um, I want to say it was maybe, uh, Sunday, I want to say. And, uh, so, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, things were kind of shutting down, um, down here. And I imagine pretty much across the country, uh, schools are kind of switching to an online, uh, situation versus the students actually being there on campus. Cause we all know that's a hotbed for some good stuff. And, um, so, uh, where was I going with that? Uh, oh yeah. Uh, I don't remember, but anyway, um, I was at the movies. Well, basically I guess what I was going to say about that is, um, is that everybody's kind of like the, the population, at least in, in terms of the students have, have kind of gone down. So, I mean, the, the, the city to my, I don't know. I, I go out a good bit because I take, you know, pictures. I do nightlife. I do, um, you know, a couple clubs around the city. And as far as they go, they're still like going. But, um, recently, uh, this, uh, after this past weekend, they've, they've kind of cracked down a lot harder on that sort of thing. So a lot of places are closing. A lot of uh, places where I would normally work at on the weekend it won't be open. Um, so that's gonna be interesting. But anyway, I went to the movies. Sorry, I know I'm going all over the place. I went to the movies and uh, went to see The Hunt. And about maybe 30, 45 minutes into the movie, um, somebody in the in the row above me starts to cough. And I only tell this story because it's this really funny moment that um, I don't know. It's just like it's, and it's just one of those weird moments where so she's coughing and I guess we all did it in unison. I, 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 at least that's the way I'm going to remember it. And that's the way I'm going to tell this story. But I slowly go into like put my face inside of the front of my shirt to kind of cover myself from the germs that may be in the air because, um, 
you know, and I'm, I'm gonna actually gonna kind of get to something that kind of relates to this too in a second uh, when I get to when we get to the Netflix section. But um, I look over and there's maybe about I don't know four or five people on the road with me, maybe six, and I look down and they're all they all have their face in this side of their shirts you know what I'm saying like we're all looking at each other like ah yeah that bitch not gonna get us sick you know so like it was just kind of funny because um I don't know we're all out in this movie theater like like probably one of the places we all shouldn't be but we're all out here and then here's this person coughing which you know the joke of just the uh, the, the ongoing joke right now is anybody that coughs is sick you know so get them the hell away from us you know <coughs> yeah I'm just kidding just kidding just kidding but you know um but it was no it was like it, it was it was just this like moment of unison where we all and I want to say everybody on the road was black <laughs> but most of them were if not all like I good good 90% so um, it was just funny that we're all kind of in that same place. And then um, uh, just recent, I want to say today or yesterday, I went into the app just to sort of see if it was even an option to, to see a movie because um, a lot of a lot of uh, Black Widow has been pulled. That's no longer going to be showing now. So I just kind of wanted to kind of get a temperature. I, I wasn't planning on going out anymore um i think i'm gonna kind of jump on this uh, self-quarantine kind of thing and i'm kind of a homebody anyway but i just wanted to see what the options were and when i go to the app um actually right before i'm about to pull it up i get a notification from amc saying that my uh a-list has been paused which i'm like oh well what the what's that about okay well that uh, that's odd that i was just about to look you guys up and so i click on it and go go through it and they tell me that you know um the movie theater is going to be closed of course which i <laughs> everything's following suit like every everything literally is closing but that's one of the places i think um probably should be closed in terms of like just that space and that enclosed area that you're kind of in for that long that two hour period of time and you don't know who you're sitting next to who's who could potentially be sick and stuff like that so you know it makes sense you know i understand like uh, everybody's kind of in a panic and it's sort of rightfully so uh, uh, to a certain extent um i i acknowledge that there's something actually going on here but i'm just not in a place to panic just yet you know um but you know i don't know uh, I could be wrong. We'll find out. Um, oh, uh, I guess I should probably talk about the snoring. I don't know whether or not you can hear it, but um, my dogs are in the room. It's a late, late recording that's going on right now. So uh, they're in the room with me because my girlfriend cannot sleep uh, in the same vicinity of, my, of one of one of our dogs because uh, he snores like he has a nine to five, like like straight up like he he works hard for the money kind of snore so um if you guys hear that in the background i do apologize if the fan that's on is kind of bothering you all too i do apologize about that as well um it is very warm in here and i just i couldn't do the show without it but yeah so uh yeah amc is gonna be shutting down so you know movie theaters like you're gonna be stuck home i just figured like this would be the perfect time to to do this show um also too what was the second thing um i had it written down in my notes oh yeah real quickly um uh i I, i'm i i grew up uh a wrestling fan a, a huge huge wrestling fan and um 
one of my favorite wrestlers uh, coming up was Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, thinking about it now, it's like it, it's 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 amazing, like how I look at sort of the the character and who this guy is and stuff like that, and like his persona and everything, and how I look at him today, and I think. I'm pretty sure Stone Cold Steve Austin said nigger a couple times in his life. Not once, not an accident, not a slip. I'm sure he said nigger with a hard R once or twice in his life. Something I never thought of when I was watching it and, and just like, give me a hell yeah, toss me a beer. You know, I like I never, like never really thought about that. But now, I don't know, that's a terrible thing to bring. Anyway, it was 316 days. So it was supposed to be showing him respect, I guess, anyway, um, or props for his, uh, his work in the, in the business. And um, so I I'm watching USA earlier in the day or I'm like modern family or something's on and they say, hey, it's 316 day. We're going to be celebrating Stone Cold Steve Austin tonight, everybody. So, you know, better make sure you tune in. So I'm like, oh, fuck, man. And then I, they, they bring it back to Stone Cold. I mean, all right, cool. I, I'll tune in for that because. Um, you know, I'm a Stone Cold fan and I'm like, okay, well, maybe they'll be able to bring some of the, maybe I'll be able to kind of jump in and see what's going on in wrestling and, you know, kind of relive some Stone Cold moments. I watched the show and I kind of fall asleep a little bit into it because, you know, it's, I don't know, I guess it hadn't been that long of a day, but for me, my body said, you go down for a nap or two. So I, I could have sworn when I went to sleep. There were people in the audience But when I wake up There's nobody in the audience And I'm just wondering what the f Like what happened You know But apparently um, And I don't know what I saw Maybe I was just a little delirious before I went to sleep But their perform The whole thing was basically done in an empty arena or like looked like a practice facility it didn't even really look like an arena it was just it was just so pitiful um it was one of those things where it's like we don't want to cancel anything because everything around the like every concert um every festival you know whatever big gathering was going to be happening has been canceled and there's a general consensus yeah we're scared and we just need to prevent something big from happening and i understand that but then there's also that piece of me is like well if i had a ticket to coachella nigga i want to fucking go to coachella i don't give a damn like don't cancel shit you know and because i spend my money um and uh and this this watching stone cold steve austin relive his finer moments Yelling out to a crowd, give me a hell yeah when there's no fucking body in the building but the announcers. Um, made me feel like, oh, this is what it looks like if you don't cancel. So, um, yeah cancel it cancel everything just cancel what everybody who was who was planning on living their best life in the next three weeks is postponed okay corona has postponed everyone's best life so let's just all take a break and watch some and stream some stuff with marty so like i said wait into that that's awesome hey uh booger t tell them who the corona's coming for for you, nigga. That's right, baby. You better believe it. You better be scared. Run for your life. Um, so we're gonna jump into first, and I'm really upset that I don't have my notes now. because um, <laughs> this is the part where I probably could have used them. But um, yeah, we're just. I'm just gonna wing it, man. I'm not gonna let this stop me. I'm already. Uh, we're already into it now. We're been talking for 15 minutes. So let's jump on in. Um, 
I believe we were going to start with Hulu. I know that much. And the first movie that I was going to kind of recommend on Hulu uh, was this movie called, it's this independent film. I don't remember what festival it went to, but it was a straight to uh, streaming uh, release. Uh, it's uh, called Big Time Adolescence. And it stars Pete Davidson and Davidson. And it's uh, directed and written by a gentleman named Jason Orley Orley who um, is going to kind of come up again a little later on when we jump into the Netflix section but he wrote and directed this and uh, it's a it's a really um, it's an interesting flick um, I think it's I think it's worth your time um, I don't want to spoil kind of what happens because like it, this to me kind of plays as an indie film. It's a, it's a character study piece. Um, I really was interested in it, um, because of Pete Davidson. Now, uh, Pete Davidson, Davidson was, um, is just kind of this comedian who, who's kind of, I've, I've seen him once or twice here and there in a couple of things. Like I think that the very first thing I saw him on was somebody's roast on a uh, comedy central and, uh, he was kind of snarky, but still hilarious and um you know i just kind of um remembered him from there and then later on i, I realized he was on snl he had done a couple things uh it, it, it's i don't know it's something about pete davidson that i i don't know something that i see in him is he's functionally broken and there's just i don't know man there's something that i'm just kind of drawn to when i see that because that's just sort of his actual persona and i just kind of feel like there's something really really great under there and it's just waiting to come out um i'm not quite sure if this was the movie for it because um while i feel like he gave a great performance it also didn't really feel like he stretched his legs very much in this role it just kind of you know not to say he wasn't present and he and he didn't show up to work it's just it, it i don't know it didn't wow me i guess i'm kind of sitting there waiting for this wow factor because i've really enjoyed him in a lot of stuff and i enjoy him in this but i guess i was uh, i'd set my expectations to sort of something a little bit higher than i think they should have been um and not to sort of take anything away from the movie i think it's uh you know just my first recommendation here but it's um it also it stars this kid who i want to say my first time seeing him was in um just go with it which was like a adam sandler movie um but yeah it was uh really yeah i thought he was really good like it, it it was um it was nice to kind of see him again i thought he carried the movie pretty well um john crier has a really kind of interesting scene uh near the end um i mean it, it's it's a coming of age story basically um i can kind i can actually you know what i can do i can actually read what the synopsis is of it hopefully without giving up too much but it's basically a coming of age story a uh, suburban teenager comes of age under the destruction uh destructive guidance of his best friend and aimless college dropout which yeah actually i like that that's perfect uh, say no more um um, it's one of those ones where um, it's okay to watch the trailer. Um, I, I think the trailer is pretty accurate. It doesn't give away the entire movie, but also too, this is an indie flick. You know, um, it's um, it's you know, I, I think it works for a straight to to Hulu um, a movie um, that you kind of kind of got here and versus uh, the theaters. I, I think it's I think it's worth it. It's worth your time. 
uh, I would definitely check it out. It's called Big Time Adolescence, and that's going to be on Hulu. We're going to actually be running through Hulu first. Um, the second movie, I'm sorry, second show that we're actually going to talk about on Hulu is Brockmire. Oh, um, yeah, Big Time Adolescence, uh, definitely recommended it. Check it out. Um, I don't want to give, I don't want to say anything else about it because I, I kind of feel like I'm just going to start jumping into plot points and stuff like that. So I just kind of want to leave that alone. Performances are great. Um, I think, I think you'd really dig it. There's also this actress too. I don't, I forget her name. It escapes me and I don't want to spend too much time searching for it right now, but she was in, is it Emily? Our, look, is that it? No, that's not it. Okay, never mind. Um, she was in the show that's on HBO. We reviewed it on reviewing that with uh, Zendaya. I forget the name of it. Dang it! Why does that show escape me? I don't. I don't remember the name of it right now. Oh, that's her name right there. I believe that's her. Sydney Sweeney. Oh man, this girl is gorgeous. Uh, Euphoria. That's it. That's the name of the show. Euphoria. She's she's from Euphoria. She's she's really great, man. She's always gorgeous, though. She's a really uh she's a really nice looking lady. Um, all right, yeah. Let's move on. Let's move on to Brock Meyer. Um, Brock Meyer. Uh, actually, you know what? Let me play this clip for you real quick. Only one thing we can do: have one final blowout weekend that you and I will never ever forget. <laughs> Bromeyer, this is a nice bar, man. You're going to get us kicked out. Kicked out? Kicked out? Look around, man. Look around here. Watch. Boom! See? This is New Orleans, my friend. This is where the devil comes to get his dick sucked. Every carnal pleasure was invented right here in this city. Uh, movie theaters, uh, cocktails, cotton candy, the walk in a hand job. I never heard of that. Well, you think those streets out there are slick just from booze and vomit? Uh-uh. In my heart, I've always lived here in New Orleans. It just took actually moving here for me to realize. Now that's from that. the second season. This show, um, you know what? I think I may want to try to splice in here at some point the the opening um, the opening scene from the very first episode because to me, while that I don't know, I have a I have a very strange I have a love for that second season because it primarily takes place in New Orleans, and they actually kind of. Um, they really I don't know I feel like there's a lot of literature there's a lot of stuff that that there's a lot of information on the internet about New Orleans like and not just the Mardi Gras portion the Jazz Fest portion the tourist traps and shit there's a lot of like culture that's researchable and they take full advantage of that and I thought that that was really cool uh, it was something I kind of connected with to it and on top of me just being over the moon about the first season just kind of jumping into that second season and kind of having that kind of introduction. I think it's from like the third episode, yeah. but um, just kind of having it be interesting. Anyway, Brock Meyer, uh, here, let, let me read the, uh, the synopsis of it. A famed, a famed major league baseball announcer who suffers an embarrassing and very public meltdown live on the air after discovering his beloved wife's uh, serial infidelity decides to reclaim his career and love life in a small town, a decade later. Yeah, that actually, that does it. Um, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to play that first scene. Uh, I'm going to play just a little bit of that first scene from the, uh, the very first episode in the first Folks, season. here's the truth. Today is the 20th anniversary of the very first time that I told my lovely wife, Lucy, that I loved her. 
And ever since that day, as many of you know, I've signed off every single game the exact same way with a message to her. Lucy, put supper on the stove, my dear, because this ball game is over as Pedro delivers a slider into the dirt. Count evens one and one. And who's? I had some time at the ballpark this afternoon to reflect upon this wonderful anniversary as Ibanez slashes one fan to the right side. And I decided to go on home and surprise my wife, Lucy, with some gardenias. They're her favorite flower. Please imagine my surprise when I opened my front door to find about a half dozen naked folks sprawled out in my living room, engaged in what can only be described as a desperate and a hungry kind of a lovemaking. And right in the center of it all was my wife. My wife, Lucy. She was wearing a strap on and she was plowing our neighbor, Bob Greenwald. And folks, I do mean right in the ass. Fastball misses, just low, count goes full, three and two. Did he just say strap on? Hey, for you kids at home. A uh, strap on is a belt with a dildo on it that mommies use to penetrate daddies as Abanya strikes out on a high fastball. That'll bring Clark up to bat. Clark having himself a heck of an afternoon with two doubles. Bob Greenwald. Bob Greenwald. I'm that two-faced SOB. I hosted his kids bar mitzvah. I hosted his kids bar mitzvah. Here's the kicker. Here's what kills me. My wife Lucy has the stone. She has the unmitigated gall to turn to me and tell me that she is a sexual astronaut. I mean, what is that? What does that even mean? I mean, granted, Bob Greenwald's ass might be as big as the goddamn moon. That does not mean that my wife has been to outer space, okay? And that is a deep fly ball to right center field. That one is way back there. That's either out of here or lost inside my wife's big, fat, cheating vagina. Congratulations, Dan Hobart of Sedalia. I only hope you enjoy gelatin half as much as my lovely wife enjoys so the show it, it's it starts off there and it gets so much better as you go along um he uh hank azaria is uh is brock meyer and he has somewhat of an assistant uh slash business partner who kind of turns into somewhat of a mogul um named Ty, uh oh, what was his character's name i forget his character's name uh charles but Anyway, I see him and I think, hey, you know, this guy, look, this guy really reminds me of Tyler Williams, uh, Tyler, was it Tyler, Tyler James Williams, that's his name, kind of reminds me a lot of him. And um, lately when I've been thinking that, like I thought like when I saw Chris Rock's younger brother, um, I'm thinking like, God damn, this guy's sort of like a, a poor man's Chris Rock and look his name up and <laughs> sure enough, he's Chris Rock's younger brother. Um and then this kid is the kid who played Chris Rock in Everybody Hates Chris's younger brother, the actor's younger brother. So, and they look very similar. So when I'm I'm watching, I'm just kind of like, oh, this kid kind of looks like him. He, it's almost as though he's trying not to bite his inflections, but he kind of can't help it. And it's like, well, that's probably because they're related. But anyway, he he's actually really really talented. I mean, I, I'm never um, I never dislike nepotism if it uh if if you're talented <laughs> like this like this kid's really good uh, I, I like him a lot he's he's kind of the backbone of the show we kind of lose him actually for most of the third season but anyway the first uh three seasons are available right now on hulu 
And I mentioned Brockmire because uh, it's going to be a four season show, which I, I kind of talked about this with Arrogant Observer about the IFC channel that they, for some reason, their shows don't last very long. They they have hits. They have great shows. The Mark Marin show was awesome and it survived to about four seasons. And I thought that it could have went on for maybe about three more if they wanted to. Or maybe I don't know what the interest. I don't know what kind of happens if everybody sort of signs up for a four season run. But um, I mean, I guess that's maybe what they promise is the independent film channel. So, I mean, I imagine there's not a ton of money being tossed around at these ideas. So but to kind of have this show, which um, my first time watching it was a late night like this. And I had to I had to keep it down. I had to actually I had to once I had to turn it off about halfway through because I could not stop laughing. And it was like hard, hard laughter. It's like this. This is one of those laugh out loud shows. So um, this is definitely one of this is definitely top on my recommendation. It's also coming back for its fourth season uh, Wednesday night uh, at 10 o'clock. So I'm super, super, super excited about that. I'm I'm going to do my best to, to, to keep up with it as it airs versus the, the binging on Hulu because like I, I just really dig it so much and I want to kind of show my support uh, for it. And, you know, and just I don't know, I'd love to kind of get a better idea of what the independent film channel is doing over there in terms of their shows because they get some great stuff and it, it just it's never a long life uh, for it. But, um, you know, we get we get four seasons. Uh, I believe it's eight episodes each season. So we'll get eight more episodes starting tomorrow. And, um, you know, I'm I'm super excited about that. I think y'all should definitely check this show out. It is is this one is is so worth your time. Um, this is a personal recommendation from Marty. I've talked about this show. I've recommended it a couple of times in recommendations on the regular uh, your your 30 um, feet. So this is once again me. Um, throwing my hat in the ring like it's it's an awesome show it's hilariously funny um it, it um I'm, I'm not a big fan of baseball too also like so if you're into sports and stuff like that or just baseball and specifically um i feel like they kind of delve into that world and kind of bring it you know bring it into the show they bring like real world um uh announcers and, and and personalities and stuff into the show and for me a lot of that stuff is lost but everybody is great you know what i'm saying like i i have a hard time distinguishing who is an actual announcer versus an actor you know um and in the last season i mean they get some they get some really good talent and in the last season um what is his name a man from whiplash uh see this is why you need the arrogant observer here because I, I i never have to guess with him around uh i'm going to find his name give me one second ladies and gentlemen germs jk simmons so they get J.K. Simmons for the final season. Um, he's pretty awesome uh, in this show. Uh, yeah, so definitely check it out. I'm not going to go too deep into that one. And we'll jump into our Netflix recommendations. Here we go. So recommend recommendations for Netflix. Um I'm not gonna lie to you guys. This one uh, actually really escapes me. I do remember the one show that I wanted to uh, to go back to was oh yeah, now I remember. Never mind. Um, so the first movie I was gonna talk about because I feel like it's appropriate right now. Maybe not. Who knows? Um, you tell me. Is Outbreak. <laughs> 
I am recommending to the listeners out there to watch Outbreak on Netflix because not I don't know. Uh, like I said, I'm not I'm not panicked about this, and I just thought it was I, I'm not, I don't know. I, I didn't expect don't expect this movie to to sort of teach you anything in terms of a virus prevention because uh, it's 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 very fiction it, it's all fiction um but I, it was a movie that this is outbreak was a movie that i saw at a young age that um kind of you know certain things kind of stuck with me certain imagery and um like some of the actors i didn't even realize some of these actors were in it but like certain imagery kind of stuck with me as a kid and this is just and there aren't a lot of these but it's just an, an, uh, this is one of the movies that I'd seen as a child, but never actually saw as an adult. You know, when I was actually processing, you know, the entire movie versus these little bitty scenes and these little memorable moments. You know, because um, I never watched Outbreak by choice. I mean, I watched, I probably watched what I watched because my mom rented it and it was on when I was in the room. It wasn't wasn't my choice. I'd definitely probably be watching something else. But anyway, I cut it on this time, and uh, like it's really dope. I I I, I don't know, man. I've always Doug Dustin Hoffman I think he's awesome he's a great talent and um you know he's always just great to watch and he's really good in this um this is an unpopular thing to say but Kevin Spacey's in it and he's pretty good too I um I enjoyed Kevin Spacey for a very long time until you know I learned who Kevin Spacey really was um I enjoyed his performances and I think I still kind of do because you know this one was one of those ones where i was you, you know the other thing too is about <laughs> this is where uh, arrogant observer would come up with a safe word but since he's not here fuck a safe word we're going raw baby um the thing about kevin spacey whenever i see kevin spacey and i don't know maybe a lot of people think this but whenever i see kevin spacey nowadays i think or in a movie or whatever i think how many people's asses and crotches were harassed because he was on set? You know what I'm saying? It's like this. This isn't a new thing. I mean, he's been doing this since 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 way way back. You know what I'm saying? So like, I wonder how many asses got grabbed on outbreak. You know, I don't know. That's just it's weird. That's where my head goes. Some like when I first saw him, because his name comes up in the credits as though he's he's not one of the main doctors, and they're like three, four main doctors, and he's like number two. So. <laughs> so like you know he's he, he's in this movie um but um he doesn't survive spoiler alert uh you know i don't know take from that what you will joy victory i don't know um but yeah uh outbreak i am recommending outbreak because it is a dope flick and uh morgan freeman's there not as a president but he's there um, because whenever there's a disaster, you need your, um, you know, your, uh, you need the Negro, you know. And, and at that, <laughs> I felt like at that period in time, everybody knew who uh, Morgan Freeman was. He was everybody's nigga. So, um, and I mean that in a good way. Uh, whoops, didn't mean to do that, y'all. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, but yeah, uh, what was the, let's, so Outbreak, I'm gonna recommend Outbreak, um, I'm just gonna leave that there, uh, if you've never seen Outbreak, uh, I don't know, let me see if I can find a synopsis for you, cause I think that might be, it might be worth something, uh, give me one second everybody, I'm just gonna pull this up and read our synopsis okay army doctors struggle to find a cure for a deadly virus spreading throughout a california town that was brought to america by an african monkey an african monkey yeah 
That was another thing. Uh, Wolfgang Peterson, a uh, gentleman who directed Troy, a movie I really, really like a lot. Um, is also this is one of his first one of his earlier films and um you know dope renee russo is also dope she um you know thor's mom uh she shows up does a great job it's it's really really great movie it's captivating it's i'm I'm surprised it's as long as it is too but uh it's a great movie check it out i think it's worth your time and I mean, what are you doing anyway? I mean, you did, they're, they're trying to scare you to death, um, with this, uh, with the real, with real life. And I feel like this is a dope escape. At least it was for me. It may not be for everybody. If you're one of those folks who like, if you see something like this and it just kind of gets spirals your mind into the wrong place, then cool. But like the, the thing that I think that this movie makes, um, clear is the fact that it's fiction. So. Um, we're gonna move on to our next movie, which was Pete Davidson, Alive from New York. Um, this is, so the reason I said this, this, uh, director who directed Big Time Adolescence was gonna come, uh, back up again is because he'd also directed Pete Davidson's, uh, and this, this special came out this year. It was fairly recent. Um, and it's, it's really, really dope. Um, I think there, there are a couple of great highlights from it. Um, a couple, I mean, cause you know, Pete Davidson, for those of you who don't know, Pete Davidson, um, has had a spectacular love life, um, or spectacularly, uh, disastrous love life, depending on how you look at it. I mean, um, my man has dated a lot of, uh, like female artists. I, I don't, I don't know all of them. The only one I'm really familiar with is Ariana Grande, who, um, you know wrote songs and stuff about him and just kind of like they i think they had a falling out when uh, mac miller uh passed away is what they the conclusion everybody kind of or at least he kind of told us was kind of when mac miller died it just kind of seemed like that that's where he knew his relationship was over but um yeah uh he has this comedy special where he kind of talks about her kind of talks about some of that stuff and also <laughs> The funniest thing I think, um, you kind of see this in the trailer if you ever watch it, is uh, he talks about. Um, oh snap! It's been thirty-four minutes. Okay, you know what? I think we might wrap it up after this one. But he talks about his. Um, <laughs> so I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to tell the whole story. But um, it's basically his experience. Um, Louis C.K., who, for those of you who don't know, um, was you know was me tooed, if you will, or. Uh, um, kind of was accused of some sexual assault things where he just like kind of his thing was sort of jacking off in the room with people, you know, n- n- not on them necessarily. Just, hey, can we have a meeting in my room? Cool. And they show up to the room and he's sitting in butt ass naked jacking off. And uh, they're like, well, we're just going to go. No, 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 no. Don't go. Don't go. You know, he's just, he just keeps whacking it. Um, and that was his thing. So, but anyway, he talks about at the time, this is before all of that, uh, before all that stuff came out. At the time, he was, uh, hosting, uh, Saturday Night Live. And, uh, Pete, Day, I don't want to tell the whole story, but Pete Davidson, uh, you know, is, um, you know, suffers from depression, um, is on medication, smokes weed, apparently, uh, self medicates there a lot and was high one time. 
when he had to kind of, I guess, pass Louis C.K. in the hallway. And uh, and Louis C.K. kind of called him out for it and kind of made him feel bad about it. And then he kind of talks about, you know, when the news broke about Louis C.K. and his, uh, his allegations and everything and then him kind of uh, admitting to those allegations. And just sort of the feeling and stuff that he felt. He tells the story a lot better, of course. But um, definitely check that out. Um, Alive, Alive from New York. Very dope. Um, that Jason Orley guy um, was also the director of Big Time Adolescence. Also directed that. I think I already mentioned that. But uh, yeah, sorry, Slate guys. And um, that's all Marty's got. Actually, I I thought that this. I thought I would get through this stuff. Um, a lot faster. I guess I talk a lot more than I thought I did. Uh, <laughs> you know what it is? I never get a chance to. Arrogant observers always cut me off. That bastard. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He's probably listening. He's, he wouldn't. He wouldn't make it this far. It's cut. It's cool. But anyway. Um. So yeah. You know what? I think I'm just gonna wrap it up for this one. Um. Because I'm kind of meant for these to be little short spurts and stuff. You know what I mean? But um. Next time I'll. I'm actually just give me a little bit of. Uh, time to dive into Disney Plus um, and kind of get into some of their original content because most of the stuff that I was going to recommend, that was going to be my next uh, stop was Disney Plus, but most of the stuff I was going to recommend there is probably things you've already seen, just kind of stuff you want to maybe go back and revisit. Um, of course, for those of you who know, Smart Guy was on that list, but you know what? I'm going to save that for next time. We're going to jump into Disney Plus first and I'll, I'll tell you guys all about uh, uh, Taj... Taj Maori. Yeah, that's his name, Taj Maori. I'll tell you guys all about him and Jason Weaver. Um, but uh, for now, um, you want to, you can find me, Marty, M A R T Y Edwards 504 on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. You also want to go to lowrainpictures.com, click on that UR30 tab where you'll be finding on this feed, and uh, you get a comment thread there started and give us a, give me, give us. Arrogant Observer, me, whoever, give a five-star review for whatever you hear here, and we will read it on the Your 30 proper. Um, also, check out Arrogant Observer. Um, we should be hooking up uh, tomorrow to record the proper Your 30 show, and... Um, you know, we'll see what happens with this one. I feel like I rambled a lot, so I don't know if this one's actually going to see the light of day. But, you know, it was kind of good to get a solo episode out because I've been... I I, I hate telling Arrogant Observer I'm going to do a, a solo episode because whenever I say I'm going to do it, I never do it. And uh, this one was something I had kind of been working on on my own. So, you know, this this one actually kind of got done. So we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm going to go back and listen to it and see if I like it or not. But if it does meet the light of day, I want to thank everybody for listening and sticking around with me. I want everybody to... To stay safe um, Don't leave Daniels This bad boy And try to make your own uh, Hand sanitizer This is I just I, I I don't know I don't know about it I mean maybe you know Better than I do I don't know But I just He is, You don't want his You don't want Lee Daniels Hand sanitizer You just don't That should be the name Of the show You don't want Lee Daniels Hand sanitizer Um but yeah, uh, thank you everybody for listening. Be safe out there. Uh, if you're quarantined, yo, click on that Netflix, baby. Click on that Hulu. We will be talking about some Amazon Prime and Disney Plus next time around. I'm going to try to make it a little bit fuller. Try to get through the shows a little bit quicker. So I don't have you guys sitting here the whole time. But thanks everybody for listening. Appreciate you so much. Marte is out.